Very appropriate. Um, we're recording on Easter Sunday because, yes, it's me. I'm back. He has risen. Oh, from, from the, the dead. dead. Nolo here to rescue this show, which has just fallen into a state of disrepair for two weeks. Oh. Um, I've arrived right on time, Clack, haven't I? Mate, it's, it's come at a good time. It's the holy Sunday, third day. Out of the cave comes Nolan across the ditch. Yeah. Mate, how did the scouting go over there? Went really well, really well. Um, found a couple of, um, of young, nice youngsters to keep an eye on. Uh, Tuwa Takawana and Shita Tuwata. Um, should be good young players. <laughs> players coming up. Uh, in a, in a few years, anyway. Um, is is uh, I, I got win that Lord's playing at the next Roosters yeah, home game? Yeah, that's what was I'm that playing. your doing? Yeah, mate? yeah, yeah, mate. She is she's raring to go. She's jumped ship from the Warriors. She's seen uh, what a basket case they are, mm. um, and now is a big red, white, and blues. Um, no surprise. Th- shout out to Timmy and Pato for for filling in for me for a couple of weeks. Um, I did listen all about halfway through last week's episode, and they did throw some barbs at me. I was going to return serve, um, especially to Pato, but. Um, fortuitously for him, um, he unfortunately snapped his shoulder <laughs> yesterday. So I just thought I, I shouldn't kick him while he's down. No, no. Look, um, Pato's, Pato's out there playing for the Beasties, for the red, white and blue, putting his heart on the line when, um, you know, retirement's staring him in the face and unfortunately comes down with a broken collarbone. So our thoughts are with you, Pato. Yes. Yeah, shout out, Pato. Your dirty little secret's safe for another week, mate. Hey, yeah, just yeah. recover well. It's only a broken bone. Yeah. Bones do heal. Yeah. yeah. Sticks and stones may, may break, break my, my bones. bones. But, but um, what's the Melbourne will never hurt me. Well... Yeah, we'll have to get onto that very shortly. Um, and yeah, thank you to do, to uh, you, Timmy, as well, mate. Um, back to doing what you're told on Sundays. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, I had to get square a bit. Yeah, they, yeah, they you did. can throw a few jabs, yeah, mate. Yeah. You can throw um, a few jabs. Hey, uh, was was it Friday night, Thursday night? Oh, I kind of want to forget about it. Um, we'll get into that very shortly against the Storm. A uh, bit of a shit show. Contrasting to the week before against Para, which was fantastic. But we turned in a, um, a turd sandwich on Thursday night against the storm. Um, we all get through the usual stuff that you guys all know. Um, talk about the game, preview the Friday night game against the Sharks down at uh, the Bermuda Triangle, aka Ooh, Shark Park. Huge. I think there's chat of potentially me and Pato heading down there, which would be interesting. So, um, and Nolo and Lowe's Pato's predictions with a twist this week. I think Ooh. like a bulk, you're going to come up and with a couple of your predictions. The big yes. punter that you are. Oh, mate! All the all the years of punting and research that I have to offer this great podcast and community. Well, let's just say you might actually make some money this week. Yeah. Oh, I think that's guaranteed. Yeah. Um, and I think we might kind of get charter into like NRL 360 territory. We're going to kind of hit a, a topical issue in the NRL, which is kind of, you know, gone up in flames at the moment and kind of put our two cents in and see if we can get the best of – bit of Paul Kent out of us. And yes. See if we can settle Mate, I think you got a bit of Paul Kent in you. I do, yeah. Um, and I, I'm, I'm happy for the listeners yeah. to, you know, get around and see what they think when you go a bit Kenty on the boys. Well, you're my Buzz Rothfield. <laughs> I'm Paul Kent. No, yeah, no, yeah. I'm just Braith and Astor slotting field goals from the 30 out. Oh, Hooper. Yeah, you're Hooper. No, okay. no. Okay. <laughs> okay. What's worse, Buzz or Hoops? 
Hoops, hoops, bro. Hoops is like, Buzz is just an old saggy fucking raisin. Yeah. Like Hooper's like a full game. You just got to laugh at Buzz. That's I've just settled. Yeah, on he's, he's a complete so joke. Like <laughs> yeah, where laugh. where Hooper thinks he's a bit of a mad dog and not, and he's just not, bro. He's and, a knobhead, and he just agrees with Kenty as well. Everything he says, he's a little lap dog. Yeah, suck at hoops. Yeah, he's trying to be as goaded as Kenty. Yeah, he can get fucked. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that's what's going to be upcoming on this show. Hopefully, I'm um, not too rusty after the two weeks off the mandatory stand down with an HIA. But I am back, so let's get straight into um, Thursday night. Yeah, what did you think, Nolan? Yeah, um, well, it was very hard to take any positives out of that. Um, I don't even know the score was in the end. It was just twenty eight to eight. After yeah, after fifteen minutes, you're going, oh gee, we're looking pretty sharp down that right edge. First try to Jackson with an X, who's just been on absolute fire. I actually thought he had an all right game in a losing side, um, but after that, they kind of just. I wouldn't say if they lost the plot. They just kind of didn't show up to the fight. What, mm. what were your thoughts, mate? Well, I'm going to be straight up <laughs> honest with the community here. <laughs> I got a bit stitched up on Thursday, and. Um, I had an anniversary dinner oh, and no. I normally would just be like, babe, you know that when the roosters are on, it's just my little time. But I won't go into the nuts and bolts of it okay. all. But okay. At least you're honest. Like, I've got to be honest with the people. Like, you know, I, I can't not be. And then I'm kind of not checking the score and then I just fucking just – I don't want to ruin – you know, I don't want to ruin – speaking of the devil. Yeah. I don't want to ruin my, uh, you know, my, my, my dinner. And then I just check it on the Uber home and I was like, oh. Grim, eh? God, that hurts. Almost in a way – Quite lucky you were at an anniversary dinner not have to sit through that shit show. Well, um, yeah. And I, and I don't know, you sometimes get some messages from our board mood, uh, board executive board group chat and then you can you can tell by the tone. Although Pato's always blowing yeah, up, yeah. even if we're up by 20. 50, yeah, he's yeah. not happy. Must convert. Must convert, <laughs> but he's a man perfection. Pato, we're up by six converted tries, mate. It's all good. Um, look, it was an absolute disaster. As I said, the first 15 minutes looked pretty good. Um, but yeah, it was, it was really strange um, that... They just, well, they were fl- I don't know if they were flat because they came out all right and then the rain, the rain started to get a bit heavier and it was almost like they didn't really want to roll their sleeves up and mm. get down to business, Yeah, which is another weird thing because Jared was starting. Um, we had a fair bit of you know firepower in the pack and yeah, it was strange. But from what Robert was saying in the presser and your inside feedback as well, Clacker, yes. you will not reveal your sources, but um, – they're not happy with their edge defence. No, yeah. So I got a bit of inside scoop chatting with some of the, uh, you know, wider rooster community. And it sounded like the middles, they kind of held up their own and they were in the fight. And then it's kind of the edges that just let us down a bit, which yeah. usually I know the roosters or any team, it's like we're, it's a team performance. You know, yeah. one loses, we all lose. But I think the edges put up their hand saying we kind of shit the bed there. The right side just got slammed. Mm. Um, and I think, yeah. Pro- everyone's probably quick to point the finger at Drew on the right side, but I've got a feeling that the people inside him were as much to blame as well, probably starting from would have been Nat. Well, yeah, Sharma. I think the first one was obviously when Victor went off and Nat was flying probably way too mm-hmm. close to the middle. Yeah. But then, yeah, you've got some serious strike out there. And then, but yeah, if Nat's biting in too hard, then obviously Drew's kind of in, no- I mean, then Sammy's in no man's land and then, Drew just gets found out and he's kind of the one that everyone might point the finger at. But it kind of looked like they just – it didn't look like there's a lot of um, like trust and the intensity with each other, None. like not moving up as a line, communicating. It was all very like – there was no conviction in, in their decision-making, I felt. I think as well maybe – this is my little theory. Um, 
that right side edge defense. So you got Nat Butcher, Walker, and then Drew. When it rains, if you lack speed, that's when you get exposed. I reckon mm. when it slows down, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, and everything. Yeah, you, know, you know your boots are heavy. Everything just it's a lot of effort to make lateral movement, mm. and I think that's when um, someone like Drew probably got you know, badly exposed. Whereas where if it's a fast track, you can kind of- You're you feeling know, a bit yeah, more yeah. A- a- athletic, yeah, yeah. agile potentially. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. They just did look no. just just clunky yeah. and not like, they weren't going up as a unit there. Yeah. It was yeah, yeah passive a bit. You did mention um, the, the Victor Symbian. And that's, that's the topic we're going to dive into in a little bit about these um, these symbians because people have got different opinions on them, um, you know, whether they're severe enough for 10 in the bin or not. Um, but very clear to say that that was a big, big turning point. Mm. Yeah, very silly from Victor. Mm. It's just like, oh, bro, come on. Yeah, eight, six at the time too, I think. Yeah. Yeah, like a clutch moment in the game and then yeah. against Melbourne, you just can't be that poor, can you? Like, Or just make rookie errors like that. Can't give him an inch, especially Melbourne and Melbourne on a Friday night in the fucking pissing rain. Yeah. You can't – you've got to really get down and dirty and you can't give him that little inch because they love that. And yeah. you know they were up for that yeah. game. Yeah. Like they were there to play. Yeah. We've come off, what, three wins? Yeah. A little bit, you know, probably don't have that level of intensity – Potentially, yeah. They just like I said. They just I, maybe last week when maybe the danger signs were actually the last ten minutes of the Parramatta game where we kind of fell away a bit. Maybe yeah. that was where we probably should have. There was an old saying one of the coaches used to say going into a game: forget the actual result. Look how they finished the game off the week yeah. before, and yeah, that can yeah. often tell you what's going to happen the week after. Interesting, interesting. And you, we kind of held on, but oh, that's good enough. Good enough. That rolled over into the next week, right? We get the. Then that's mm. also what sometimes happens. You get that first try, and you're like, oh yeah, fuck, we're on here. Yeah. Like, yeah. should everything should just work out yeah. again? Looks like we're going to go pretty good here, yeah. and you take the foot off the accelerator. You're not thinking. 20 points here, 20 points, and then all of a sudden... It's funny how, like... You leak a couple. So true. It's like, I think, not just the Roosters, but a lot of teams just think it's just going to happen for them the next week. And mm. it's interesting, like, you just wouldn't think professional teams would have that mindset, but I guess they are humans and they... It's just hard yeah. to G up. Like, I mean, to enter every game thinking you're going to win by 30 or whatever. Yeah. I mean, Penrith did a bloody good job over the last couple of years just kicking ass every round. But I feel like that's where we have done well, where we... You win, you know, three out of your four games and then that actually steadies you up for the right time of the year so you're not kicking ass in the first eight yeah. rounds and you're finishing strong. Well, look, it's definitely... That's where you want your number yeah, one performances. That's very true. I look... I just think, yeah, is it just kind of one of those games where you go, wipe your hands, fuck it, yeah, leave this, you know? At the end of the day, we're three and two. Um, do we just think, put it down to an off night, early season forget about it or is there some things is, they should work out? Is there more to worry about? I'm kind of, just the way I looked at it, it wasn't like we got found out on the edge. So it wasn't like leaky middle defense. I mean, there was a few good offloads from them, but you, they were very, Harry Grant is very, Harry, very Harry Grant is a oh, fucking good player, good player man. man. So good. How about that eight? Cameron yeah. Smith, the goat retires. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here comes um, Harry, Harry Grant. Grant's a weapon, man. Like they all, don't you reckon they always find like spine players to replace like, Billy goes, and they've got Pappenhausen, although he's injured. And then, you know, Kronk, um, you know, Inglis and stuff, they were transitioning out, and then they get Cameron Munster. Yeah, like, like ha- yeah. but and then it's not like they're the young 
up and like up and coming gurus, yeah. like or lords. They just come in and they just start w- just killing it. Hey, hey. Jerome Hughes, another one, just comes in. Yeah, it's I like, played what? SG ball with him, and he was like nothing special fullback. Well, he sa- he sounds like a um what they did with the Cronk when Cooper Cronk came in because he wasn't even a halfback when he, I think no, he was yeah. a centre or like a I played, he played fullback in yeah. our but he just drilled I don't know you just drill like being a good seven and yeah. Cronk was just like by the book yeah and the manufactured drum he's into, into a halfback so yeah Harry Grant shit he's a good fucking player um but that forty twenty did was pretty oh, yeah. So, hey, the guru, shout out to Guru. We he, love the guru. He gets a lot right. He's the only analyst I listen to in the NRL. He said, um, I think it was when Harry Grant was playing SG Ball and he called this guy's gonna play Origin for Queensland in SG Ball. He said he's really? gonna be the best hooker in the NRL in a few years. Really? And he called it. This is And you know he was out at Henson Park or oh, some yeah. shit watching SG Ball. Pretty ballsy to come out of the court. I fuck, I love the guru. Shouts at Dirks, and he's getting married soon. Oh, yeah. good man. He's yeah. a good man. Yeah, um, but um, I don't think I don't know if it's. I wouldn't take it as alarm bells. If we show up this week, and I think we said three weeks ago, if we can win two out of three against, was it South or uh, South Eels, Cronulla, oh. and Melbourne? If we win three out of those four, was that two games? Three games? No, I think we're three and two at the moment now. Yeah, so, so South. But if we win that South Eels. Uh, Melbourne and Cronulla. If we win three out of those four, that's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, that's three out of four against top four teams, which we weren't yeah. winning last year. I think I think this Friday is quite important. I think now um, we we should get Teddy back, hopefully. Um, but that was the other thing we've got to remember as well. We're still lacking a fair few troops. Um, that's not a great right edge. No, it's not. And it's like almost low key. Shit. Dog shit. Dog yeah. shit. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, no, but, but no, Butcher's a very good player now. I, I'm happy to say he's a very, very good player, mm. but um, he's but not going to be- Butcher with the others, does that make a good edge? No. You know what I mean? No, no. And Manu will come back into the centres next week, which obviously kind of strengthens that defensive edge. And then Teddy goes back to fullback. And then don't forget, we're still down our uh, two first choice back rollers. Yeah. Hopefully Angus, did he play? I think he's playing, isn't he? I don't think he played this week. I think it's next week. At, at, for Newtown? For or the Bears. For the Bears, yeah. And then we've got to Tupanua to come back. I as think well. Satilli might have played this weekend. Or maybe it's next mm-hmm. weekend with Billy Smith. Is so, the yarn. So we're still, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, is all playing for Fingers um, crossed, eh? And then I think our, the yarn, um, because we've got two junior sides. And then the junior, like the Roosters junior side got up like 26 nil in Canada. Nice. Nice. So that's with all our young boys. And yeah. All the older guys. So it's like a 21 or something, is it? I think yeah. so, yeah. So we've got the two, we've got Tupanua and Crichton to come back. We've got, um, Teddy to come back next week. Matt Lodge as well. We forget yeah, about him too. We're missing him. Oath. So we're down troops. But um, again, again, no excuses. But I just think it's important to note um, we, we are quick to catastrophize. I think, as supporters, which is fair enough. Um, we're not the first team to get humbled by Melbourne in Melbourne. No. No, no, we're not. Acknowledge the deficiencies. Yeah. And rectify them and move on to next week. How did that game compare to something like the Dolphins game? Oh, I'm... <laughs> In t- I remember watching the Dolphins game being like, this is absolute, like, we just didn't show up. No. Nah, I think that was almost set up for, I call it a Bennett special. Wayne yeah. Bennett just lives for that shit, yeah, you know, yeah. like Origin in 2020 in November when no one oh. He just lives for that. And that was just set up for him. Um, that was a big occasion for, for, like, rugby league as well. Yeah. They were always, I think they were always going to show up. We were coming off a shortened preseason for a lot of players as well, back mm. from the World Cup. Mm. 30 degrees up at Suncorp Stadium. Things didn't go right for us. Um, we didn't play particularly well and you just kind of lose control of the yeah. game. So I'm more disappointed in the Melbourne game than I was round one. Yeah. Um, but 
we said this before. If it was round 20, I'd be going, shit, alarm bells. This ain't good. No. But round six, whatever it is, you know, you just cop it. Cop it. And then if we win next week, three from four yeah. out of three from that out yeah. of those big teams, that's – I will take that. Yeah. So I don't think there's any, any real cause for concern. Um, but – You need those wake-up calls sometimes, yeah. mate. You need a little poke up the bar. Good opportunity. Yeah. To, yeah. Fuck. Let's yeah. get back into gear. Yeah, yeah. Little proud. Little proud. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. What? <laughs> Shit, dog. Oh, okay. It's yeah. Easter Sunday, Clary. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, Everyone chill. So you touched on um, Victor Simbin. Now, this is what we want to get into because I think we clashed a little bit about our interpretation of this. I think the NRL has gone way, way overboard with what they're doing with these Simbins where little offences are being sent to the Simbin. And the problem with that is that they're now – the outcome or the punishment for a little offence is now the same as a bigger offence. So bear with me. When Victor gets sin-binned on Thursday night for that, it was ill-disciplined. Yeah. But it was hardly a hanging offence. Didn't, you know, wasn't... You're I not, not going to get points for that, I wouldn't you? have called... No, didn't, no, wouldn't have called it foul play. I would have called it ill-disciplined. He gets the same punishment as Bailey Simonson the week before. Taken who off KO Teddy. Yeah, who KO Teddy and Teddy's out for two weeks. Mm. Now, my, my point with this is that... If you're going to open the floodgates, so to speak, with sim binning, the problem with that is you're going to get a lot of sim bins then that, yes, will sim bin foul play, but you'll also get sim bins like those crusher, t- the um, hip drop tackles we saw on the week, which weren't hip drops, which are getting yeah. sent to the sim bin, the mm. Victor sim bin, and you're sitting there going, that doesn't deserve 10 in the bin, and it certainly doesn't deserve 10 in the bin when someone like Bailey Simonson takes off Teddy's head and gets 10 yeah. in the bin. There's no comparison. So my thought is... I want to hear what your response to it would be. Mm. Simplify it again. Back to what it used to be where it was like send off for foul play. So a swinging arm to the head, shoulder to the head. Yeah. Um, is a send off? A send off, yeah. Send off, yep, for the bad ones. And then professional fouls like um, holding a play down after they've made a break, being yep. purposely offside, their sin bin offenses. Completely simplify it so there's no that doesn't deserve a sin bin, that does, that doesn't, and mm. doesn't ruin the spectacle. Thoughts? Well, I don't know, bro. Like, so does that mean that Teddy's the, the hit from Bailey Simons? That's a send off. Well, I'm happy. So this is what I'm. It's just send offs are so. Edge. Yeah, but, but I, I, I can see that maybe like the game kind of like let's if you do something silly, ten in the bin, and it, it just gives the advantage to the other team a lot more than just one penalty would. I'd be happy if um, for that Bailey Simons and one, I think it was on the precipice of a send off. I'd be actually be okay if he didn't get sent off and sat on the field. I'm okay with that if it means that Victor doesn't get simmed in for a fucking push in the back or yeah. those players on, the, well, on Friday night. Victor's was a shoulder, yeah. which I think is like you can't be shoulder charged. Yeah, but is that a sim? You know, I mean, but that's kind of where the, where the, what they're trying to stop as well okay. in the midst of stopping all these halfbacks getting whacked. Well, well do you yeah. remember – okay, do you remember a few weeks ago when um, Sean O'Sullivan got simmed in for the Dolphins? No. When that went, <laughs> speaking of the wrong bloke. Anyway, all you listeners know there's been some dusty sim bins out there. And my point is, I'd be happy if Simonson's incident specifically was a send off or just a penalty. I'm okay yeah. with that if it means that the soft ones aren't sim oh, But if you're taking someone out of the game, you've got to go for 10, don't you? I think either, sim, either off completely for a legal act like that. And I think it was very close to a, to a send off because it was direct contact with the head. And I'm fine with that being a send off. Mm. But mm. the Simbins used never used to be for high tackles. I know, but had, like, have they kind of literally changed the lawing of Simbins? Been like, we're going to give them away for just shit that we think's a little bit too edge. Yeah, of course they have. But everyone's got the shits now because 
these things, these people are getting sent in for pathetic incidents. Well, is St. Peter going to come out and make a statement and be like, this is why and what we're penalising people for I or sending or sin binning people for? I, he doesn't usually do that, though. I think it usually is that Graham Annesley bloke, eh? I don't know. The thing is with the NRL as well is that they just do it covertly. You know what I mean? And then it's all, all very like, <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah, we think this is it. And then yeah. it's like, well, what about all the other times? Remember those crackdowns? Remember all those crackdowns? Yeah, out of nowhere. Crackdowns? It's like, what? And then two weeks later, they're just like, oh, yeah, we're yeah, done Yeah, that, that was a shit idea. It was yeah. like 30 penalties yeah. in Cronulla one yeah. game and everyone was like, bro, are yeah. you off your head? Yeah. And imagine like big games, eh? Like one of those hip drops, uh, alleged hip drops, which aren't, which is fucking tackles. And it's round 26, you're fighting out for a minor, or it's a first semifinal and he goes to the bin and you go, mate, you, like, yeah, the hard bit of the hip drops is it's like I've kind of never really heard of it until like now. Yeah. Like I get that with what we cut out. You can't dive in at the cannonballs. Yeah, yeah, cannonballs. But you see the boys diving at the ankles. Yeah, it's <laughs> – I don't know. You know what I mean? So And then someone tackles you from behind and it's like, oh, no, you can't do that. And it's like – This is why they should simplify it. Mm. That, that's – this is my whole argument is because it's just too grey. It's way too down to interpretation and – like I said, you You don't want to be in a semi final getting the wrong end of interpretation. Yeah, and you and you will get those Simons by the Simonson ones where they're on the precipice of a send off, but maybe not quite, so we'll give him ten. But like I said, the repercussions of that is that you're gonna get players sent to the bin who fucking don't deserve to get sent yeah, to the bin. But then you're also gonna get, say, up hit with the head and it's like, mate, like you can't be sending me off with fifty five minutes left in the game and I like just got him wrong. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's where – and then people will blow up. Like, now you've really fucked our finals chance. Yeah, once I you send someone off, it's yeah, it's it's very edged to I just come think, back. Yeah. Then we're looking like rugby union, bro. Well, we are looking, we, we are like rugby union at the moment, mm, mate. They're sending, that is they're, true. Mate, Yellow they're cards. sending people to Simbin – oh, mate, literally. Anyone stays down. Yeah. And they, well, and don't start me on yeah. the staying down. We're going to get to that as well. So what Gus Gould said on the week, uh, a couple of days ago, which I think was 100% right, he said, we're not playing tiddlywinks. No, it's fucking rugby league. Players yeah. are gonna get hurt. Yeah, you know. Anyway. Um. So, what you happy with the status quo? Well, I don't really know what the status quo is. I'd like someone to come out and tell me, like, kind of, you know, and be like, "This is why you're getting sent off." I can see in a world where Victor's one was a um a sin bin. Like, I can see a world where it's like, mate. But then at the same time, I guess what you're trying to say is like, maybe that isn't like the same thing as what we got. What um, Teddy got sent um, Sinbin for? We have been con- we have like been that. conditioned in the last like year or two to accept that as Sinbin. Sinbin, yeah, I think. And and I think it, that's but wrong. has did the and did the NRL come out being like we're just going to Sinbin a few more people no. and give more more um, you know, more benefits to the attacking team? Did they come out and say that ever? Oh, no, I don't think that's the other thing. You, I, what you just said is one hundred percent right. Someone should just come out and say, what's the plan here? Like what what, what are we trying to do? What constitutes a Sinbin specifically? Yeah. Mm. At least we know. That's a good yarn, Jack. That's a good yarn, mate. And I think we're gonna have to write a letter. Yeah, I think that's. I think someone's gonna maybe get on. Do we have, does the Tricolor Syndicate have a uh, Twitter account? Um, should we um we spam should make one, like eh? Valandi spam? Fucking what's his name? PVL's not on Twitter, surely. Oh, well, Gus is, and be like, Gus is. What is the status quo for Simmons? Yeah. Someone tell me and see what he says. He will, yeah, he'd agree with us. He'd agree with me. I know that. I, I was listening to Ask Gus's potty yesterday. Good. I kind of just said me like Gus. Yeah, eh? he's the man. He's but a lord. sometimes he's a dribbler in commentary, bro. I think I take. I reckon sixty percent of what he says is bang on. Forty percent, it's just, it's just god of garbage. Yeah. Jay. I was yeah. what we was watching there the Cowboys game, and he just says some just retarded shit, yeah. which I think we actually all know. 
But then he's kind of like, I don't give a fuck. And he's talking about Robbo coming out, talking about Swali. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, I fear I'm, no one. I fear no one. <laughs> I'm not scared of anyone. I'm like, I believe that. Yeah. He actually doesn't give a fuck out. Nah, which I respect. Yeah. So let me know your thoughts, uh, listeners, about the, uh, the Simbins. That was our NRL 360 little powwow. Ooh, um, bit of, yeah. I don't mind right. it. I think it's good. Yeah, because it's, mate, and I'm sure the listeners like it because, you know, you, you, you chuck on 360 and you go to like wash something and then you're standing there with your towel on as you're about to shower and you're just watching it for like five minutes and you're like, fuck, mate, damn it, I got sidetracked. In a towel. I don't know. You're like, you're in the middle about to go for a shower and then 360's on, then you just end up standing there watching it and you're like, I hate this, but yeah, I'm like- drags you in, eh? Drags you in, bro. And like just the first half an hour as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the journey bit. Yeah. <laughs> and then once the players get on, you're like, Damien Cook gets on, you're like, oh. There's some Weasley journos <laughs> yeah. that get on there. Oh, there, God bro. forbid, Cameron Murray. Jesus, he fucking He's tweet. a wet blanket, huh? Oh, dude. Fucking ham sandwich. So bro. bad. He puts people to sleep. Um, so yeah, let us know your thoughts about the uh, Sinbin sitch. Um, we've got this Friday night against the Sharks. Thought we'd quickly run through a couple of memorable games. Clary pre-podcast in our um, our production meeting, um, mm. he mentioned a game a few years ago which just got me so nostalgic and made me miss this man so much more. Oh. Um, actually makes me quite emotional. Dude, but, imagine if we still uh, – like it is – there's – yeah. What, I, can't, I can't even remember what game it was. I think it was like 2018 2018 Shark, Shark Park. Yeah. And then it was like right tight game right at the end. And then Boyd Cordner, shout outs to the GOAT, does one of the great Boyd Cordner runs yeah. inside A, fucking head down, like no. And then the markers and the A go to tackle him. And he's just doing his head wobble <laughs> as he finds his front every tackle. And then bang, we get the penalty and we go. And we, I think we kick it and then win the game. And it was right. just like the – Ooziest run from Boyd, like like encapsulated his career, eh? Oh, just clutch forward run when you need it, like run through, run between the defenders, get on his stomach, and then draw the penalty. I remember, yeah. I can remember it clearly, and I oh. just remember Robbo just in the coach's box, just going, "That's why this guy is the fucking <laughs> yeah. man, bro." That was grouse, eh? Because he could see it, and then he just oh, that inside a run. I've never seen anyone do it any better. And more consistently, just like inside that first defender and the markers and just jet in there and just fucking. And he always as well took like we'd receive the ball off a, a last tackle kick in our own tent and he'd be like always the first one taking a hit up. Like, yeah. Oh, fuck. He was tough. Eh? And he, what, 31 this year he'll be. Fuck, we had like two years. Yeah, mate. So we we had him in the last two years. Imagine we had him for fuck like another three or four years, bro. <sighs> Yeah, he batted himself though. Eh? Oh, like, he was he was battered from the start. The yeah. fact that he did what he did with like however many knee operations since he was sixteen. Yeah, we forget just, about that. Eh? He was like, he was heaps. all the time, bro. He only played two hundred something games, but all clutch games. Like he was what? How old would he have been in two thousand thirteen? Grand final? Yeah, like six or seven weeks out for the, for well, an ankle injury, and then they literally like, all right, Boyd's back in. Well, he's he's my he's our age, so yeah. Yeah, he'd be 30. He's 30, bro. Yeah, he's 31 this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So he was, yeah. He so was 2013, he's had like eight weeks off and then he comes in. back straight back in for the grand final. So gun, eh? So good, bro. <sighs> just, but that, I reckon you're, that was a great um, little recount there, Clary, because I reckon that just encapsulates Boy Corner, what he did. Mm. Um, I think it was 2018. Yeah, I remember. I, remember I mean, there's someone clear. out there, AJ from Penrith or any of the other boys yeah. that can recall that moment. It was at Shark Park. Yeah, on the left edge, of course. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> bro. I think Gow was playing from memory. Suck it, Gow. Yeah, you, suck you, it. You, know, you love him. Yeah, I love Gow. Obviously, captain of the captain yeah. of the uh, yeah. of the state. Peptide man. Um, a couple of the games I remember. Um, 
let me get the run sheet up. Um, the same year, the 2018 uh, first semi-final, I remember, Cronk came in. We, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a bit cracker of, of game. What was, was the score in that game? 12 something? I think like 26-18 or something like that. Um, well, it, was, it was tight. It was tight. Tighter was that than the you, first game of the finals? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got the week off. Yeah. They were actually a good side, Crowley, man. Yeah. They were a real tough side. Way Graham was still in like peak, peak form. Maloney would have been yeah. still there, Maloney. I'm pretty sure. Or was it Penrith then? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. He would have been at Penrith. Yeah, One yeah. in 16. Did he leave 17 or go straight to Penrith in 17, 18? Oh, maybe he spent two years at Cronulla. He only he had a very small, like short shelf life, Maloney, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what did he get? Like premiership at Cronulla, Roosters, grand final at the Warriors. Warriors. But he had like three-year stints and they just go, see you See you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't give a fuck. Yeah, he didn't give a fuck. Was he just that much of a pest, I wonder? Oh, he was a good bloke, but I think he was a bit of a pest. Fuck, he was a good player. Very, very, very good. Um, and the other one I wanted to bring up was the one and only time that Anthony Minicello attempted a field goal. And he, I think it was 2009, where. Shark in, Park as well. Yeah, Golden Point. <laughs> yeah. Mini. Oh, and he hit it. He hit it. Oh, he <laughs> nailed it. Mate, have you ever seen Mini try and kick it? Not good. No, it's really <laughs> he not nailed, good. He nailed yeah. that. Mate, his ball skills are horrible. Yeah, he was just such a little pinball, though. Yeah. He was from a different era. He was so good, though, eh, Mini? That, you know, when it was all about ball running, no one. No one yeah, better. they didn't have the slick, slick back moves and stuff. Well, Billy Slater, um, that's when he changed the, the what kind of like being that yeah. second ball player out the back. And then uh, I heard a, a yarn with Billy Slater uh, last year or something when he retired or whenever it was, um, talking about his career. And he said when he was coming into first grade, 03, whatever it was, he was talking to, to Bellamy, Craig Bellamy, and he said, if you want to be a good fullback, model yourself on the best there is at the moment. And the best at the moment is Anthony Minicello. Yeah. So I think... Billy was a similar player to me. Well, but yeah, then and then got the, the ball, ball skills. skills. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. But yep. then you shout out to someone like Teddy, who's like, I wouldn't say the, like, as maybe as... He's not as good a ball player as Billy, but fuck, no. fuck he is good. He's learned. Teddy's like also, almost gone back to what Minicello was. I think they're such similar players. Well, I think they are. And then Teddy's just um, put the, the sugar on top with his ball playing now. He's yeah. a lot better. He's not... Yeah, Billy... Billy's the best fullback I think we can safely yeah. say I've ever seen and probably ever will see. But um, you're right, Teddy's ball skills have have, have really come on, which is fantastic for us. Um, what have we got now? Oh, we do have – it's back after two weeks. Oh. Mellow unload. Let's go. Here we go. All right, all right, all right. Mate, we missed you, bro. We missed you. Am I fired up after two weeks of being away? Not really, to be honest with you. I haven't had much to blow up about um, specifically Rooster related, and I can't this week really because we were so dog shit on Friday night. I have noticed um, since I blew up at Gordon Tallis, he's gone very quiet. Yeah, he dropped nuts, bro. <laughs> he did. You know that. You yeah. know he's a big listener of the yeah. podcast, mate. Two weeks in a row, I gave him an absolute serve, and he's just piped down. Someone's um, probably. Oh, we probably started winning as well. Yeah, and just I, like shut up, man. I think it's when I called him out um, to meet me behind the uh, bins at the North Bond RSL. Yeah, he it's wasn't he, interested in nah, that, mate. No, no, he shit himself. Um, my blow up this week or unload this week is, um, you know, surprise, surprise, South Sydney related. I want to go back to this um, ridiculous notion about them being the pride of the league and how many supporters they've got. 
Do you want? When do you want me to start? The oh, call? mate, it won't go for sixty seconds. I've got it pretty succinct this week. Ready? Ha- go. Have you noticed how small and pathetic their crowds have been the last two weeks against the Storm? They had like fucking five thousand people there last week against the Dogs. There was like thirty thousand people there, but you see the crowd it was like ninety percent Bulldogs. Roosters South. I think there was about 20 South Sydney supporters there. Couldn't afford oh, the tickets. I'm, I'm not even convinced of that. I'm just convinced they're more fair weather supporters than the Roosters and they only turn up for grand finals and at fucking rallies in town hall when they get booted out of the comp. Yeah. I actually, yeah. I'm, I'm calling bullshit on this whole South Sydney fucking, you know, tens and tens of thousands of supporters and all this shit. I reckon they're all just, they say they're South Sydney supporters, they're really not. They show up for the good times and for the rallies and as far as I'm concerned, um, you're all on notice, I've called you out and it's a load of baloney. Don't, yeah. at, don't at me. Yes, fair enough, bro. I've just never really seen a team or supporting group with their heads so far up their ass. They're the biggest complainers as well. Oh, they complain. complain and this bullshit. And then they just think they're also they just think they're on like another level, bro. Yeah. And they're And it's like, bro, you guys are actually the biggest losers. Grubs. They You've a, been in the comp for like twenty years. Yeah. Any team with <laughs> any team with Cody Walker and you see George Bird, you might have missed it this week, but um there's a vision of George Bird just doing the old squirrel grip. Like his brother Sam. Oh, runs the family. Really? Yeah, bro. Yeah, sus an Englishman. Yeah. You can't trust them, man. And they're blowing home about that um, pathetic hip drop from the Bulldogs player on the Friday night. And you got George Bird just fucking – or was it Tom Bird? Just, I think it's Tom. Um, grabbing people's fucking – Yeah. Just oh, crackers. but they do always complain. Oh, hip drop. They're like, no, it's such bullshit. And you're just like, fuck off. I, I just reckon it's absolute bullshit, this whole South Sydney army kind of thing. I, I reckon the Roosters, Roosters South, I reckon there was – it was a 75-25 split for sure. Yeah. I mean, it was our home game. They can get fucked, but yeah. Yeah, but they all, you know, everyone goes, oh, there's so many South Sydney members of the SFS, all that kind of stuff. Well, I didn't see many out there, mate. Oh, mate. Oh, they're just such losers, yeah. bro. Yeah. They'll come out of the woodwork if, if they start playing games at Allianz. Or they get kicked out of the comp again. Yeah. When George Pickens runs a fucking parade oh. down at Town Hall. It's just, it's not your can... stadium either, bro. Yeah, suck it, eh? Like, it's just not. Yeah. You sold out. Well, you... You, you got kicked out and then you sold out to go out to fucking Homebush. You, you made your bed. Yeah, you how about that, eh? it, you know, look, How about that? Nerds. They literally, and there's like quotes. Um, shout out to my mate PK in another group chat I'm in, just exposing our friend Mitch Doyle, oh, who's from Watson's Bay. Watson's Bay. South. Oh, fucking hell. God. And, he, oh, and Mitch, so was, Mitch was blowing up about um, the stadium situation and PK, good man goes through the archives and finds the quotes from Shane Richardson saying, like, we can't wait to to go out to um, Homebush. It's where the majority of our supporters are. It's going to set the club up for, like, the next 30 years. And, like, five years later, they're asking to come back to the um, fucking SFS. Please. Please, Sam, mate. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Oh, they God. Worse. Anyway, that was my vibe. I couldn't just because of the performance on Thursday night. I didn't – I don't think I had any solid ground to stand on, you know. No. I blew up about the Roosters team this week, any calls or anything like that. So I just go back to my old foe, South Sydney. (laughs) (laughs) When in doubt, just pay out the losers next door. And I tell you what, uh, there's a big audience for South Sydney rip-ons as well, isn't there? Yeah, and look, I mean, I don't think anyone here wouldn't I think they all appreciated that, Jack. To get them through their Monday afternoon. Yeah, this will be, yeah. Well, it'll be a public holiday tomorrow. Well, whenever it is, mate. It will be out. We'll put it out tomorrow, mate. Of course, mate. Be ready to go. Anyway, that's another one loads. Um, I'll try and get back in the mood next week. A proper yeah. one. A pro- I'll go real good next week. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll Shit, froth yeah. the mouth. Mm. Um, now, Pato's away this week, apparently a broken shoulder. Um, I said to him, well, if Cooper Cronk could play a grand final uh, in 28 and win, um, you can show up for the podcast. Mm. But he hasn't. Um, so our mate Clary is going to have to step in Woo-hoo! for... 
Pato's uh, prediction. So cue the music, please. All right. Clack a bulk. Okay, okay, okay. Pato's predictions. This week we'll call it Clackers Calls. Clackers, clackers Calls. Clackers Calls. Let's go. So are you gonna are you gonna do the same kind of system as as our good esteemed colleague Pato? You're gonna run through Pine of Power, whatever. I'm it is? gonna go through I just obviously the listeners are you know, they've been investing a lot of their money into Pato's predictions and each three of the legs that his predictions hold. And I don't want them to lose any faith in the momentum that they should be building. Well, Rome wasn't built in a day. You just hang in there. You are going to get cash out. Now, Pato's prediction didn't cash out the last five or six weeks, but it is going to cash out next week because it's Clackers. Clackers calls, Clackers yeah. calls, baby. Yeah. I just got one. I don't think there's any momentum being built. I, I agree with it. All, it'll eventually pay well, off. The investment is slowly yeah. building, slowly oh, okay. building, you know, and it's just like now – I come to the mic with my years and years of gambling experience. <laughs> I'm talking $5 on this one and 2 bucks on the dog last night. I'm going to come in with serious experience and value. You're a dollar each way punter, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm an absolute coward. Yeah. So here we go. This will be interesting. <laughs> locked and loaded. Is it, is it, is it going to be what I think it is for locked and loaded? <laughs> what do you mean? Well, you tell me first. What, the one I talked to you about before? No, just go on. <laughs> locked and loaded. So obviously you know that locked and loaded is just like, mate, we're, that's a given. And it's going to be uh, Chooks to win and Teddy to score. Oh, it's not going to be Chooks 13 plus. No, should make be, it 13 plus. I think we've got to. It's been 13 plus every week. Chooks 13 plus. Has Let's fucking go. It's got to pay off one oh. time. Do we do it? We just keep double down. Stay with me, team. Yeah, keep doubling down, uh, listeners, every week. Roosters it's like plus. playing roulette, bro. Or like you just go black, black, if, black. Eventually, you're just going to win black. Well, you got to keep doubling your amount. Um, yes. So to chase like, it. Like what Kerry Packer used to do. Yeah. He, he lose and the punt, the bookmakers hated him because they knew if he loses, he's just going to come back until he wins and he's going to fuck me. So you listeners keep doing that as well. Just keep doubling down on the Roosters. Do what Kerry would do, bro. Do good Roosters supporter too. Good Roosters supporter. So that'll be paying around, I don't know, five no. bucks. Who, who knows? <laughs> You've got no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> Teddy to score, Chooks to 13 plus. Now, punter power. Mm. Value for your dollar, bro. Wait, let me get up my thing. We need that uh, value in the uh, high no. inflation times, baby. I'm going for a Souths win over Dolphins, Chooks over Cronulla, Melbourne over Seagulls. Suck it, Manly. Penrith over Knights and Brisbane over the Gold Coast. And you're going to be getting about six bucks there. You get more than that. You reckon? Mate, you just... <laughs> what do you mean, bro? How many legs do you just give us? Five. You're going to get more than six bucks. You reckon? No. Surely. Well, we'll see what happens in this game here. If the Titans flog the Dragons, maybe, but... You can always but, pick the round there. Mate, I don't even reckon up. Like, who knows? Okay, anyway. What do you reckon? Anyway, that's what I'm going with, mate. Don't <laughs> okay. fucking stop me when I'm okay. doing my thing. Okay. All right, that's paying about six bucks. You're welcome. And then a rogue roughy, something real rogue. Now, most of us are in a bit of debt. We're also in a bit of debt to some of those butcher boys. So oh, I'm going yeah. Chooks 13 plus into both butchers scoring a try. Wow. And that is paying. We don't know yet. So same malt. So the 13 plus the, the for Punter, not Punter Power, for Locked and Loaded, that's a different bet. New yeah. bet. 
Um, R- Rogue Ruffy, Roosters 13 plus into Egan and Nat Butcher scoring tries. Yeah. I like it. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put money on that. And then when I'm cashed up, night before my birthday with a fuck famous win, I'll buy you all some nice pizza. Oh, nice. Where from? Um, Doughboy. What about Domino's? You've been to Domino's before? Oh, Domino's. Yeah. yeah the, the nice family-run restaurant, yeah, Domino's, yeah. down on Old South Head Road. No, Rose, we're, we're going to go into the city and find that OG on George Street. Or oh, you can eat Pizza, pizza Hut. Hut. Maybe, yeah. Maybe a bit, you know, little, little Siggy, little bit of um, weed Siggies. before we go in. <laughs> Just get real blessed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's on my bucket list. Still haven't done that. But anyway, we move on. I think it's closed. Um, that is Pato's predictions, a.k.a. Clacker's calls for this week. Pato, I hope you're back next week and the Endones are treating you really well. Mm-hmm. Um, now, we're going to run through a quick game preview against the Sharks uh, down the Bermuda Triangle, a.k.a. Cronulla. Um, 6 p.m. kickoff, I, I believe. Bit of a stitch-up of a timing. Yeah, I think I'm going to try and make it out there work permitted. Same with Pato. The Brett Man Wilson will be there, of course. He's probably lining up as we speak. Mm. Um, hard to line this one up because the Sharks are coming off a bye, which worries me a little bit. Mm. Um, and we're coming off a pretty dog shit performance. So you'd think that most, uh, or both teams, I should say, will be fired up and ready to go for this one. Yeah. Look, I mean, Cronulla are going to be filthy and fresh, so you can kind of almost guarantee they're going to turn up. Fitzgibbon knows the chooks. Um, this is going to be, I think, a big game. And then, obviously, we're coming off a bit of a bad loss. I feel like Robbo will really want to get this win. I think he knows that we need to dust a few of these potential top four teams. Yeah, I think... Um after last week, it's especially important this week to to really show up. Um, good point about Fitzy knowing um, the Roos as well. I've got, I've got to say, Robbo knows Fitzy pretty well too. And I think yeah. last year there was that clash of the titans between the two of them. We came up with the chocolates quite easily. Um, Sharks are coming off, or, or Nico Hines especially, is coming off signing that big deal as well. Did you see that during the week? No. He signed a six-year extension with... Um, with Cronulla, I think it was. Six years. Yeah, I think he got six. Um, just over a mil a year, which is big money. That is big money. For a bloke who was only playing, was a part-time first, well, he was in and out of first grade only, what, two years ago, really? Yeah, what's that about? Six years. Well, I think he's manager, Isaac Moses, or probably Isaac Moses. It's just I have no idea who it is, but yeah. Come up with a with an absolute gem for him. I mean, yeah. halfbacks are a premium. He's a fucking- Halfbacks are a premium, he's dude. A, he's a big He's a big halfback. Good uh-huh. ball running halfback as well, man. And I, uh, yeah, yeah. Gus Gould was frothing on him in his little toddy as well. Mate, I think the importance of winning this game should not be underestimated. We got – if we win this, so we've just come through, as we mentioned earlier in the podcast, we got South, Eels, Storm and Cronulla. They're the four big teams. If we can knock three out of four of them, then we roll into the mm. – we got a 10-day turnaround into the Dragons for Anzac Day. So that is a crucial win to Would get. hate to go on an answer day coming off two losses. Oh, especially after last year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then Dragons into Warriors, into Cowboys, and then into Riff. So I just – I'd like to get three out of four against these big dogs. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think um, – yeah, it's always hard to, to really kind of line up with teams coming off the bye. But it's, it's just going to be interesting because both teams, they'll be fresh as sharks and we'll be like, fuck, we need to actually – Show up this week. So ten, sh- ten day turnaround after yeah. it. And it show up. Yeah, I think it's always a bit of a dog fight down in Cronulla as well. Oh, they always drag. They always drag you into a, 
like a literal street fight, the yeah. Cronulla Sharks, the way they play, I hate playing as the Sharks for that reason. They always just mm. – they never let you play the footy you want to play. Yeah. Um, maybe that's changed a little bit now with Fitzy and, and Nico Hines are a bit more – Carefree and flamboyant, but just remember that that kind of poor Gallon era where it was oh, just like it was oh. just they were just grubby. Yeah. It was intense, yeah, like a twelve ten game kind of thing. Yeah, like, oh. real scatty. Yeah, yeah. So I think no, I think um, yeah, I think I'm tipping us to win. Obviously, yeah. obviously, I'm no, I think we can. F- yeah, hundred percent get the job yeah. done. Teddy, hopefully Teddy, back. bro, how long have we had Drew playing center for? This is well, not a be no, this week. That's what I mean. It's back. not a dig dig on Drew. But, like, mate, having Manu and Teddy back in their normal positions, all of a sudden that edge looks a, bl- a lot more toey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Like, a lot more toey. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, Jared starting. Lodge don't think is back yet. Um, but we're as, probably as close to full strength as we've if, – if Teddy is back, we'll be as close to full strength as we've been all year. Um who needs a big performance this week? I've got to say it's got to be Manu because I thought he was very quiet last week mm. and he made a couple of errors. Um, played fullback, which is probably where he's going to end up once Teddy retires. Um, yeah, he was he was quiet, I thought. Who do you think should – who do you think needs to step up this week? Well, I think they all – I think just a, a – yeah, some a big perform another big performance from our outside backs would be nice. Yeah, uh, they, yeah the, the edges. Yeah, the edges. Like, yeah. I mean, some big metres from Toops. I didn't see stats on the weekend. Like, need like a – I don't know, Toops has been okay to start the year, but not as maybe aggressive and powerful and as impactful as maybe the last couple of years. Yeah. I think he's been outstanding the last yeah. couple of years. Yeah. Like, when Adokar didn't make it the Origin team last year, I was like, yeah, well, Toops a fucking weapon, mate. Yeah. Haven't felt the same sort no, of no. energy. No, no, no. He won't be picked. Um, but, like, I feel like he can just come out with just a real physical blinder. I think that's a good call, actually. I think the outside backs are the ones who need to – well, just the edges in general. I think they need yeah. to have a big game um, to right the wrongs from, from the week before. What did we – yeah. sorry, go on. What do you think of Sammy's performance? Uh, not great. Yeah. Um, but I think he's, um, he's consistently getting – his consistency is improving, I think, yeah. Sam Walker. His yeah. defense is good. For the yeah. most part, his decision making in defence can get a bit iffy, but when he actually has to make the tackle, he does. Yeah, which is really good. And it'll be good with Manu there, yeah. bro. Like Manu's a gun defender, so I really like the idea. I and really he like. Yeah, threw that big cutout, and he threw a lot of dog shit cutouts yeah. against Parra, and I was like, "What are you doing, bro?" But then he has the balls to just throw it again when it's still yeah. on. Yeah. So I think we'll he'll we'll just slowly groom that crap out of him. Yeah, of course. But then he'll still be balls enough to keep it in his game. And he's only like, fifty games into his career. He's only yeah. twenty, I think. He's yeah. young as. Um so yeah, I think the I think you've hit the nail on the head there. The outside backs are probably the ones who who we'd like to see a bit of a bounce back um from yeah, like you said, interesting role. The middles always wear a loss. Yeah. Uh Brandon Smith was off as well last yeah. week, I thought, against his old team. Um made a couple of errors at a dummy half. Um but good opportunity. As I said, um, this is against Cronulla. It's usually a street fight kind of game. This is where they did mention that they didn't think they got down for the fight last week. Well, it's a perfect opportunity against yeah. the Sharks this week, I think, just to That's really it, you know? roll the sleeve up, get dirty, and just go, let's get down a biz. And why do we fall, Bruce? To get back on? So we learn to pick ourselves back up. Oh, I thought it was Zoolander. No. No, Batman. Why do we fall, Bruce? <laughs> oh, is it Batman Begins? Batman Begins. He's old man, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who kicked the bucket. What happened to him? He got... He got shot. He got so. shot by the homeless dude. Christopher the, the, the exact guy he was trying to help, you know? Oh. What? Trying to clean out the streets. Anyway. Good trilogy. Um, so, yeah, I think we're both picking the Chooks 
to six, win. 6 p.m. on a Friday. Is that a stitch up or what's doing? Don't love it. But fuck, whatever. You just deal with it. Yeah. Hopefully I can get out there in time. I might just get straight on the train. The, the, the South Sydney line, whatever it's called, straight from... BJ down yeah. to straight to Cronulla, get off. No, no town hall stop off there, bro. No, might have to skip Northies, unfortunately, to get there in time. Mm. Um, we're going to go straight to Ask the Boys now. I don't think we've got a theme song for that yet. We've been talking about a theme song for three or four weeks. Hasn't happened. Um, no excuses. No excuses. <laughs> we really should sort that out. Haven't, yeah, haven't, haven't got down to it. Um, we've got a question this week from Hamish McCarthy, one of the great rooster. Hamish McCarthy? Yeah, McCarthy. Oh. He sent him one. Um, and he goes... McCath asks, what do you legends think of Golden Point? Um, it doesn't sound like McCath's a huge fan. And he goes, I reckon um, I reckon a point each if it's drawn at full time. Oh, no, excuse me. He says, I reckon half a point each if it's drawn at full time. Then one point for the winner of Golden Try. And then he goes, two players come off at half time of Golden Try. That's oh, up. he's going full touch footy drop off. Yeah, he's going drop off. So he goes, you automatically get half a point just for getting the draw. So you get something for the draw. Mm. And then an extra point if you win golden try. Now, he's obviously saying you can't win by a field goal um, because golden point does turn into a bit of a circus. Mm. You go, everyone's offside. The refs don't call it. Yeah, um, it's, too, it's a lot, isn't it? And, I, oh. and I'm assuming he says keep it at five minute halves. What is it at the moment? It is five, five and a half. Yeah, yeah. And then a draw at the end. Yeah. Hmm. McCath, my boy. Um I don't I don't mind the half a point for a draw. Mm. Just like because if if I well, I mean, like I can get pumped by fifty and then I'll only lose what one less point than a draw. Oh no, that doesn't make sense. I don't know. It's tough on eight. I kind of like Golden Point when it when it works and it's good. It's good, but when it's a bit of a dog's breakfast. But it's yeah. How long does it take for someone to score a try? Sort of thing. Well, and then that's what he's saying. You go into drop off, mm-hmm. but then what so it'll eventually happen. But I think the other thing with that, well, I guess with the drop off, there would be a result reasonably quickly. But you can't in regular season footy with twenty six rounds. You can't have them playing too long. No, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. You can't have them playing more than 90 minutes of full-on NRL, especially if they've got to back up five days later. That's yeah, scat. Yeah, it's a good point. Like, I, I'm happy with draws, bro. If you can't get it done in the time that you're given, then so be it. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, golden points, yeah. like, we have a lot of golden points, though, which is good for the game because it's always intense and it makes the 80 minutes intense and then it's game on. But, yeah, it's just the whether people are on side and... But then you get the great field goals and, you know, the halfback's the champion and it's just like fucking oath. Yeah. I don't mind it. I don't mind McCath's call there of a, a, you get something for a draw, even if you do, if you, even, even if, if you goes, do go to go golden, golden point. point. Yeah, I, because yeah. I could essentially get the same amount of points as someone who got pumped by 50. Yeah. Now that seems like a bit of a stitch up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't mind that. So what we get half a point for go- if for just getting to golden point. Or I, I think you do a point. A point. Yeah, it's the same thing. And then yeah. if you win golden point, you get the you extra get extra point. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Not bad call from a cat there. Mate, I've never heard of that. Food for thought. Food for thought. Let us know what you think, listeners. Let us know what you think. That's the kind of questions we need. Yeah, that's, that's really a great getting, one. Getting it, getting yeah. us thinking. Getting our really small, pea-sized brains running yeah, there. Yeah, just on a Sunday. That was a good one. Um, so, I, yeah, I'm, I don't mind it. Probably the, the drop-off call... Might no, be a bit too complicated. Yeah, I think that yeah. would just then we'd have, to, we'd have to practice fucking 13 on thir- uh, yeah. 
11 on 11. Yeah. But I do like the idea that, oh, I got to 80 minutes with a fucking cracker and yeah. I drew the game. I lose by a blicky field goal, which isn't really part of the game, to, you could argue. And then, you know, the Dragons lose by 50 on the weekend very and I get the same points as them. Very good point. Bullshit. Yeah, very good point. Like it. Both get zero. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, I reckon it's a good call, McCarthy. Good call. Yeah, like it. Uh, next question is from Tim Watley. Uh, Tim asks. <laughs> Tim Watley asks, "What do you <laughs> what do you think of lying down for bunk penalties?" Oh. ha, Timmy, my boy, you fucking good man. I hate it, bro. I hate it, man. Because it it just gives like that power to the bunker as well. I love it when they lie down and they don't. Like they don't allow it, like, and then the ref doesn't say anything, and the ref's like, "Mate, get up, get up, you pussy." Yeah, and but I just don't want like the bunker to then think that he has to get involved in everything. It's like if you're lying down, then you're giving him the power. Like, well, the good thing is that, and I get it, you get a penalty, but it's just like if fucking the ref doesn't call it, brah. Well, the good thing is we know is that the Roosters never lie down. Yeah, they're coached to not do that. And I is that, that just a Robo thing? It's a Robo thing. It's hundred percent right. Because remember last year there was a press conference and. They were talking about laying down, and Roy went, "Do you think we lay down?" And like full, like arced up, and goes, "We do not lay down." And Fucking I think oath, yeah, mate. Yeah, like if we're gonna lose the game for laying, like win the game for laying down, then you didn't win the game. No, I hate it. I just, yeah, I don't like the bunker giving the power to him, and then you get the slow mo out, and it's like I like the idea of the ref being able to call the game as he sees it. Obviously, yeah. if there's consistency among the games, mm. sure. But Bill Harrigan will always said that he's like, mate. You ref the game how you see yeah. it. Not every game's the same, but I'm giving both opportunities to both yeah. teams here. He was great, Bill Harrigan. He managed the game so well. Yeah. And he would have just- And each he, game's its own game. And it's he not was like black yeah. and white. And he had a- Bill Harrigan had a big personality, which I think was good because he had a big enough ego to call out the players' bullshit. And so, yeah. he, no, mate, you're, yeah. not, you're not injured. Fuck no. off, mate, eh? Yeah. And then there was also that night, like, I think like years and years ago when he was still refereeing, where there was just so much itchy talk from the, the players that he just sent off like, Ten of them. Yeah, he's high eye three times. He goes, mate, just get out of here, eh? Yeah, yeah. so just, gun. Yeah, what would happen if he did that now? Would everyone blow up? Or well, but think, he was so powerful. Was, I think because people knew it was Bill Harrigan because he didn't do that every week, and he also knew that he just didn't cop the bullshit. And mm. these refs are just so like micromanaged yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, no, if I they hate, do one thing wrong, they get slammed. I hate it, but I just don't. The other, the other, the other issue is I just don't know how they can like what they can do to stop it. They, the, they the have to make a judgment down. call on the lying down, yeah. So because yeah, it's a they blight of the game. They haven't got uh, the bunkers less involved than he was last yeah. year. It's a definite blight of the game. The, the players lying down. Um, I think it's just it comes down to the referees. I think, mm. yeah. And but just, then the bunker will override a referee by just coming in and be like, yeah, no, nah, yeah. no, nah, that's a high tackle. Hopefully, they just go back to like only reportable offences or something like that. Mm. They can get involved the bunker. Yeah, I think that's what it should be. But that's what like Adam Reynolds lied down last night, get hit in the head, and then he's just kind of going like. Oh, it's like fuck off. Or, mate. or if you lie down, you have, have to go to, off. Yeah, if have you want to lie off. down for getting hit in the head, then that's a have HIA, to, bro. Like even regardless, you got to go off. Yeah, yourself. I thought that was even on the cards. Yeah, like literally, yeah. If you want to lie down saying you get hit in the head or like the crusher, then fuck. If, go the, if, off, yeah, hey. if the game has got to be stopped for your welfare, welfare, which is why they stopped the game, then for your welfare, you've got to be taken off. Oh, it's at so least to be assessed. You can't be. You can't stay down for your welfare. Game stopped and then just get assessed for 10 seconds and then play on to get the penalty and you yeah. just fucking score, please. No. I think that's that's the solution. Off. Yeah. And like, are you willing to do that for probably, a penalty and then, or, or go off for 15? If you're on a rattle, yeah. Because no, you're yeah, half Because if you're not. getting hit in the head, it's like, well, then you should probably. 
Oh, I'm groggy. I'm groggy. Well, then you should be going Go off, off, bro. Yeah. Fuck, we're really solving some big on issues to some shit yeah, here, we're dog. solving issues. Fuck, we are fresh and toey and not thinking about the Roosters yeah. last game. Uh, yeah, not at all. We're really trying to divert our attention. So thanks for that question, Tim. Uh, next question question is from Chris Maltesanti. Um, Chris asks, oh, it's a tough one, Chris. Um, which premiership loss hurts the most? It's very easy. 2004. Oh, that yeah. was a shocker. Freddie's last game. Freddie's last game. Thought we had it. Completely shit the bed. I think it's like not even a, like close. I think it, that was that was a capitulation. We're up by seven point thirteen six at half time, rolling through. Hasamel Masri. Remember Hasamel Masri scored from the double movement, bro? Yeah. Oh, not good, especially against the fucking Bulldogs. Yeah, bro. against the dogs oh, as God, well. That was bad. Like I can cop the Penrith, and we'd finals. lost the grand final the year before. Oh, that one I can cop because that. But are, like you know, you lose that one. Let's win the next. Yeah. One. We lo- we lost that like I think like everyone I've watched it back like once and everyone like it's like considered one of the great grand finals. It was like pissing down the rain and bro, if you ever get a chance to watch that two thousand three grand final back, it hurts. But you're just sitting back in awe of the two forward packs because they just it. go, yeah, all game. Like I'm t- like from the opening whistle, it was yeah. unbelievable. Like and so I can cop that, you know, yeah, like it was yeah, a, yeah. It was a it was a Titanic game. battle. Um, Todd Byrne, just step inside, mate. Um, oh, don't bring it up. I don't think we need to go there. I know. Anyway, thanks for that, Chris Maltesani. I think 2004 without foul. Yeah, without, without foul. Uh, that was from Chris Maltesani. Um, the next question or the final question for Ask the Boys is from Marty Funkhauser. Uh, Marty asks, um, what should we – or do you think Suali'i or Suali'i should move back to the wing? Interesting. Interesting. Um, I don't – yeah – why does he want to move to the center? Probably to have a bit more ball playing. Would you would would you would assume? Because at the wing, you're only getting balls and doing big hit ups, which he's just so goaded at. The, the reason you why you can always move back to the wing. The reason why I say stay in the centers is because um, how surprisingly well Jackson with an X has gone. Yes, so we can keep him on the. Wing. I think we're okay at the moment. Yeah. I, I actually my preference was at the start of the year for if we don't have Kevin Naguama. We don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Or the fridge. Or Blickalo. Or Blickavalu. Yeah, we actually have, at, at this stage, Jackson with an X, who is just really braining it. Looking so good. My preference at the start of the year was Swali'i on the wing because of that exact reason, because he was so just so good at, like, you know, uh, ball reception and taking those hit-ups and stuff like that. But because of Jackson and, and obviously Toops is goat, so I'm actually okay with the wing setup at the moment. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And I think I think the guru's been saying it as well. It's like we've been missing a strike center since Latrell. Very true. Yeah. Like yep. just someone that's a proper weapon. Because yep. they are game breakers, man. Like they're, they're, they don't like have as much influence necessarily as, you know, your winger winger can potentially have or get as much ball, but fuck they they have a chance the, to win the game win you the a game. handful of times. They can win you the game. Yeah, like a, like brilliance. a GI in origin when he finally gets a good pill and then yeah. just steps around, bang, runs over someone, you're like, yeah. you just that was, you had like one out of two chances yeah. to do that and you yeah. did it. No, yeah, you're right. So, so I'm, there's I'm value in them. You can get away without like full weapons, but we could do with, yes, yeah, while they're just moving it. Yeah. No, I'm happy with the status quo. Um, thanks for that question, Marty. Um, so finally up to trivia time, Roosters trivia. We're going to announce last week's trivia winner. Now, the question was uh, – what was the question again, Bulk? I wasn't here. Um, how many coaches from the Roosters staff have played for Melbourne? Yep, that was it. Um, and the answer was, if you ever got it, 
Matt King and Jason Riles have both played for the Melbourne Storm and are now on the Roosters' staff. And the winner is now the winner is now oh. a two-time winner. No, oh, no, 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 no. The winner is actually and shout-outs to him, Tommy Scribner. Tommy Scribner of yeah of I think yeah local boy played down at BC Coldies, a good fella. And um, Pato especially wanted to give him a quick shout out because he's been living over in Canada. Oh, and he um, he's listening to the podcast, getting his roosters hit. Shit, that was that was nearly a um. Remember that Oscars where they announced the wrong best picture winner? Oh, <laughs> that was nearly what happened just then. <laughs> Who was that? It was like La La Land or some shit. Oh no, it was supposed to be Moonlight. No, it happened in America's Top Model, didn't it? It's happened to a lot of things. But that Oscars, remember that Oscars yeah. thing? Like- well, AJ from Penrith also got it. And AJ from Penrith is low-key uh, goated. Yeah. So we shout out to you, brother. Sorry, AJ. I was about to announce you. but Yeah, but I we, gave it, it we gave it to Scribber this week. Um, no, he won it legitimately, though. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we had good. to give it to him. Right. Bad luck, AJ. Keep keep the uh, answers coming in, though, mate. You're absolutely killing it. Um, okay, well done. What was it? Tommy Scribner? Tommy Scribner. Scribs. Scribs. Well done, mate. Good man. You'll be at the uh, Roosters Extravaganza. Roosters Trivia Extravaganza later in the year. Details to come, so stay tuned. Um, now we go to this week's Roosters Trivia. Um, this is actually quite a good one, if I do say so myself. Um, Anthony Minicello. The question is, Anthony Minicello, mm-hmm. everyone knows who that is, has played in six grand finals. How many tries did he score? Oh... No Googling, obviously. No Googling. But test your minds. Go back mm. to the member bank. How many grand finals? Yeah. How many tries? Well, I did give away six, but you still got to kind of draw back on. You got to mentally visualize the game. So. Yes, yes. You got to so, think of each so try. He, so in your six grand final appearances, how many tries? How many meat I don't, I don't think I could get that one. I can get it because I come I up with a question. I oh, know. You're a fucking go, man. You know I'm man. impressed with your yeah. Roosters knowledge. Yeah. So, Archively all knowledge. Yeah. Um, so that is the Roosters tribute for the week. I'll repeat it one more time. How many tries in grand finals did Anthony Minicello score for the Roosters? Huge. All right. I think that's it. Any final comments, Mate, on Clay? the hour. That's pretty good, bro. Smack bang. You tell, give us your feedback, team. Like, are we liking? Yeah. I always think maybe 45, but we just tuck into an hour sometimes. And like, let us know if you want more... Analysis, more shit talk. Just let us know. Let us know. Give us feedback. feedback. Hit us up in the DMs. What do you want? What do you What do you want? Yeah, and we'll give it to you, baby. Yeah, don't worry. We are enslaving to you. Yeah, Um, and obviously the roosters. Yeah. Hey, Easter Sunday. I'm gonna go off to have. No, I'm not gonna have some chocolate. I'm going to the pub. Nice. Um, Where are you going? Down to Ravs. Yeah. Yeah. I don't usually go to Ravs, but I'm just going down there for a special occasion. Last Sunday. Interesting. Mid slip up. We won't go any further. Really? Mid slip up. So when did the slip up start? Well, Sunday, (laughs) and I was there, and I was just (laughs) so noisy. Shit. All right. Well, um, but you know, not a bad venue. I love it. It was a it's an establishment. yeah, are they are they going to be charging public holiday prices on probably? Eh? Do they do that at pubs? They've been doing it fucking some of them. I can cafes. get away with the cafe, but pubs can get fucked. Oh, fuck. You'll be paying twelve bucks for a schooner there. It's etche. Oh, it's <laughs> sickening, grim. Anyway, um, that's that. <laughs> Roosters to win on Friday night against the Sharks. So let's uh, go. Yeah, catch Thanks you. Thanks for listening. Say bye.